0: But now it's time to talk Super Rugby. The Chiefs learnt the hard way on Friday that there's no easy wins in Super Rugby after their perfect season came to an end against the Reds. The Mana will be looking to get back on track against the Hurricanes this weekend. Alex Nankerville will be a big part of their efforts this weekend. He joins us on the line this morning to talk about the upcoming game. Morning Alex, how you doing mate, thanks for joining us.
2: Hey Izzy, I'm
0: good, thanks mate, how are you? Yeah, all good mate, all good, ready to rip into a big couple of hours, but before we get to the rugby side of things, obviously sad news with one of your Finns brothers passing away earlier in the week, um, Billy Guyton, I know you would have had a lot of time with Billy, mate, uh, your memories of Bill?
2: Yeah, he was an um, unreal bloke mate, um, I come in as a 18 year old to, to Nelson um, at straight out of school and he was one of the blokes that really got around me and kind of helped me on that transition to professional rugby um yeah he's had so much love to give away so just tragic news yeah well said well said Alex
0: it's uh Kempe here mate thanks for joining us on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast this morning mate uh just tell us you know it was a tough day at the office last week you guys got over the line in the end but um couldn't get the ball down for that that uh I guess that role to continue but what was the message from Clayton McMillan this week to get you guys back on track
2: yeah, it was it was tough. Um and credit to the Reds bro. They um I think it was twenty seven phases they defended, um and it was yeah, it was pretty pretty phenomenal. So credit to them. But yeah, Don just talked about um it was around a little bit around uh game management and our execution and things like that. So, um we probably could have been a bit more aware of the situation around the referee and that especially in that last bit. We had a few penalty advantages and um we kinda let them run out and um just a bit of awareness there, and then probably kept a little bit of ball away um, and didn't apply the pressures in the right areas of the field. So um, obviously, it's going to be a challenge against the Canes this week. So we need to be a bit better than we were against the Reds.
0: And, and talk to me about the week, mate. Like obviously, after that performance, um, disappointing in the end. But is it panic stations? Was the coaching group like, all right, get on the ground, we're going to work you extremely hard, or is it not quite like that? You knew what you'd done wrong, and probably didn't. Uh, capitalize on those opportunities like the week has it been difficult tough
2: oh it's it's been tough it hasn't been difficult in terms of that i don't think we come in on monday and the view is pretty pretty honest and the boys have probably a bit on walking on eggshells a little bit but um the coaches made it pretty clear it wasn't to call anyone out it was about the boys getting better and um ultimately getting a win this week and continue our kind of um, a process towards our goal at the end of the year. So um, it has been. Last few days were good. Good days of training. It was tough, but probably more just implementing our stuff and um, training hard to to prepare as well as we can. So that's um, no, been good.
0: And how excited are yourself, Alex? You know, like you're up against arguably the the premier um, uh, second five in the in the country. And Geordie Barrett, are you looking forward to that battle?
2: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's always, it's always good to challenge yourself against the best in the, um, in the comp and in the world. Some would say um, I know Geordie pretty well. I went down to uni mm. in Lincoln for a semester with him, and he's a good man. So um, Another one that got, a got away. At, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> got away from the necky. That be an awesome test, yeah.
1: Yeah, hey Alex. You know, just going back to to uh, the the Reds game. You don't want to dwell on it, but I, I mean, all the talk that we had on the station for probably about a month out from that game was, "Will the Chiefs go unbeaten for the season?" "Will the Chiefs go unbeaten for the season?" We kind of had that conversation a lot of times. In a way, is it not a bad game to drop? Not that you want to lose games, but is it, does it kind of just is it like you know cracking cracking the can? It just eases that, that little bit of pressure.
2: Yeah, I think potentially we spoke about it a little bit after the game, and um, when we come back in on Monday, like it's probably good timing for a bit of a kind of grounding, um, grounding moment in the season. Like if we if we kind of won there, um, you might not take the same lessons going forward, and especially at this time, we've only got three games left, and we know we've got a quarterfinal spot, so it's pretty close. Um, so potentially probably just a good time. Um, obviously, like you said, you don't want to lose. Um, you want to keep winning and keep getting better. But um, when you um, when you do lose, you seem to take a few more lessons than if you were to win. So um, I think I think so.
0: Mate, what about the midfield? The luxury that you, your, the Chiefs have—you've got Rameka Poipe, Garuna, you got uh, Anton Leonard Brown, who was signed on for a couple of years as well. So that's good to see. You got yourself, mate. The battle—the the, the battle for the for the midfield spot—it must be hot, mate. Like how are you enjoying that kind of battle with the fellow uh, midfielders?
2: Yeah, it's been awesome, mate. Eh? Like um, it's always good having a um, bit of competition within the group. It makes everyone get better and. Um, also for me, going out this week, it wants me to put on a good performance for the boys that have missed out because it, is, it must be mm. tough for the coaches. like um, Being out for five weeks with that concussion, um, I was probably coming back in, wasn't expecting much in terms of playing, just based on how the boys have been going. So I'm pretty fortunate I've got an opportunity. But I um, mean, yeah, it's awesome. Like One horse goes down and the next one steps in, especially for like guys like Rams and Dan Rona. They're mm. so young. Um, and haven't probably had as much experience as me and Anton have, so to see them perform the way they have, it's been pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, it's hard to find any weakness in your game at the moment, mate. You boys are absolutely flying. But for you, Nanks, like, uh, you made that decision, you're heading offshore, mate. Was that decision to, was that tough for you to to leave New Zealand? Like, you were knocking on the door of probably getting an opportunity to have a crack at the ABs. How was that decision? Tough?
2: Um... I wouldn't say it was tough, Izzy. um I've always kind of wanted to do it, and I kind of got a bit of, oh, what's the word, got a bit of tension from teams overseas. I think it was the end of 2021. So I think at that stage I was like, no, nah, I want to stay here and I'll give it one more year, really give it a really good shot. Um, and I felt like I was close, but if you kind of put everything into perspective, like I'm getting pretty old, or not old, but um, towards the end of my career a little bit, like just past that hump, I um, mean there's still have a lot got of Irish blood in you, blood in mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I honestly blood? don't. E- no, nah, don't, eh? mate. Um, because people, people people ask me that after I've it. I didn't even actually consider that. So, um, it w- it was an easy decision, I think. Like I always want to do it, just um get out of my comfort zone and experience different culture mm. and environment and competition. So I think you have got to do it at some stage. You can't just stay where your feet are and be comfortable um your whole career. Yeah.
1: Yeah, indeed. All right, Alex O'Nankeville with us uh, here on CNZ and he and for breakfast. Uh, uh, Alex, I mean, uh, last season I've got to say, and I'm not blowing smoke here, but last season I, I reckon for probably the first three quarters of the Super Rugby season, for me, you were the form midfielder in Super Rugby. Mm. How close yeah. did you go? How many conversations did you have with Fozzy uh, and the and the ABS coaching group?
2: Um, not like. Face to face, I didn't have any conversations, but I got a bit of communication through the coaches at the Chiefs. Um, there was probably a handful of times, maybe two or three, that a um, few of them come up to me and spoke about what they'd heard from the coaches and what uh, the All-Bucks coaches and what feedback they'd got. So um, that was cool. Like obviously, that kind of aligned with what I wanted to work on during the year and things like that. But there wasn't a whole lot of direct contact there. Um, you kind of just get little feelers, like even this year. Mm. You just kind of get little feelers. Like I had to catch up with the AB's nutritionist, and um, Helly kind of mentioned that he saw Fozzie the other day, and all that stuff. So nothing drink though.
0: Hey Alex, do they have the? Do they have a menu in there calling called the Izzy Dag menu? If you had to catch up (laughs) with the nutritionist, don't eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Nah.
2: (laughs) No, they (laughs) don't. It's the ball. treated there. Room. She was,
0: she was my best friend, Kat. I must say, she was always calling me in the hours. Row, you need to get dropped a little bit more. I'm like, come on, Kat, let me go. I just <laughs> enjoy my Tucker. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Nick. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I want to ask you about uh, Roger Randall, mate. I've been very impressed with the style of play from the the Chiefs. The innovative, the different. And I particularly love your attacking off DMAC at ten. You've got hitting flat runners. You got runners in motion. Like, how have you enjoyed Roger's approach? And can you just tell us a bit more about Roger and how he how he kind of coaches his style?
2: Yeah, he's he's an awesome bloke. He's um ever since like he came into the Chiefs five years ago, like he's always had these awesome ideas. Um, and this year, it's like I think we've just gone to the next level in terms of implementing not only kind of one idea of his, but we've got a few more and we can kind of switch between a few different ways to attack. And obviously, like you said, we've got guys like Damo who um, are dangerous. And then even like outside backs that pop up anywhere and can break the line. So it oh, all goes a long way to can the attack go, go well too. And um, obviously when the full pack's going forward, when you've got boys like Samasone and Leaky J and Peter Gus making the game line, it makes it easy. But yeah, he just, he's just made it really clear what he wants. Like, um Mm. from different landmarks on the field like we know what we're going to so it's clear he knows what he wants and there's always a reason why like we're doing something so we can all kind of buy into into that and um i think just with the personnel we've got like we're able to chop and change between things and it's been working for us um so far so hopefully that continues like that
0: mate talk to me about these outside backs you got riches in the midfield, you got everywhere, you're stacked, like uh, Sean Stevens seems to be out of this world, you've got Imani Narawa playing extremely well, you've got wingers that just really step in and, and, and nail their roles, like, yeah, are you expecting those boys, like, how are you able to get them into the game so much and have such a big influence, is that something that you train?
2: Um, yeah, like we've got, um, Paul Feeney does like our exits and stuff like that and Mm. at counter-attack, so like a lot of ball we get comes from kicks and we've just been given a license to be courageous and play what we see and play the space and often it might not even be on or might be 50% on and those guys are just, because they're such freaks and they're so athletic and whatnot, they can just kind of open up the game like that and, um... Mm. So yeah, it's just that license like to be confident and back yourself and yeah. It might be a bit like twenty eleven, like you and Corey Dane, is he? Oh Money and uh Tom Stevenson I don't
0: know if I have that kind of razzle dazzle that those boys are showing at the moment. Okay, so the Crusaders just don't kick it long and then they'll be fine, eh?
2: Yeah, probably just yeah, short kicking games, taking kicks, contestables. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. Awesome, thanks. Hey, uh, appreciate you coming on the show, mate. Thanks so much for your time, and good to see you back out there and taking on the Chiefs. It's going to be a hell of a game, a match of the weekend. All the best, mate, and uh, hope your boys can get back on the horse. Cheers, boys.
2: Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it.